Glory to God, Jesus is alive. Amen. He's the Lord God Almighty. Humans were born to fellowship with God. He's the most wonderful, beautiful, glorious person in the universe. Amen. Lord, we welcome You to this time and I bless those listening. Thank You for giving us eternal life. Thank You for the Easter season where, we're, where we celebrate your, your death and resurrection. And thank You for everything that You're doing today. Amen. Amen. Send out laborers to the harvest field. Send out laborers to China. 1.44 billion people. In the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. This series, I want to continue this evangelistic series with an emphasis on heaven and hell. And I may do a a series just about heaven and hell after this. But the main thing is God Almighty has revealed Himself fully through His Son, Jesus Christ. And Jesus Christ is God. Like, that's an eternal revelation. He is God. He's the Son of God. He's the Savior. And infinitely more. But He is also God Almighty. Now we know exactly what God is like. And so God has offered the perfect rescue from hell and He's offered Himself fully. He's offered eternal life to every person on the earth. Jesus called it eternal, everlasting life. And He even said what it is. He said, this is eternal life, that they may know You, the only true God, and Jesus Christ whom You have sent. And contained within that is eternity in heaven. God's home. Heaven is a planet. In case someone only listens to this one message, I just want to just give this brief summary. Heaven's in eternal revelation. So a brief summary does not, is not, it you know is is nothing compared to what heaven really is but heaven is a it's a planet that's so big we don't know how big that it is as far as i understand it it encircles the first and second heavens which are our atmosphere and outer space so you you imagine the second heaven is, is what we call outer space. And God's home encircles that. I mean, really heaven is... I mean, this is something I've never said in this podcast. Heaven is... is there's just no way to comprehend how big heaven is. And right now, there are between 30 and 40 billion billion or more saints in heaven celebrating the great God Jehovah and Jesus Christ. And heaven is filled with the glorious presence of Jesus Christ. The presence of God. The Holy Spirit. 
And He's everywhere on the earth also. So, no matter what we are facing on the earth, we know it's, it's challenging living on the earth, right? But the Holy Spirit, God Almighty, is available. Fully available to every person. In fact, He is Jesus Christ. I mean, it's a... It's like a double... Well, I said this the other day. In, in, let's think about in heaven. Saints are in the presence of Jesus. And also, Jesus Christ Himself is in heaven in glorified flesh. So it's like a double celebration. It's really an infinite celebration. And that's no exaggeration. And even for believers on the earth, when someone meets Jesus in the power of the Holy Spirit, there's unlimited potential for what can happen both in their personal life and in their ministry. So part of what, why I'm saying all this is that if we really... I, I, let's just believe and let the, the Lord expand our thinking and our, and our spirit person about all of this. You know, that... Let me add this about heaven. There's also billions... Of, of glorious angels in heaven doing God's work and they are going from heaven down to earth and continually doing God's work. I mean, that's Jesus revealed that in, in the parables. This is nothing new. What I'm saying is absolutely nothing new. Okay? Because it's right there in the parables. They were presented 2,000 years ago and that have been recorded. Angels rejoice when someone repents. They are, they are... Every child has angels that always see the face of the Father in heaven. Um, let me add this. Every day, approximately 385,000 people are born and about 180,000 people leave the earth. Now, of those 180,000, most of those, a majority, tragically die and end up in hell. But there's anywhere from, well, we don't know how many, but it could be between 30 and and 100,000 of them or 30 and 80,000, somewhere in that vicinity, don't die when if they know Jesus is Lord and Savior, or if they're a child under the age of five, when they leave the earth, angels come and get them and take them to heaven. I mean, literally. So... I just did some 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 calculations on a on a calculator and and again remember these are just general figures 
but if it's if it's eighty thousand people a day that that leave the earth and go to heaven, that's about three thousand every hour and about fifty people every minute. So around the world, let's just simplify this. Every minute, angels come and get 50 people and take them to heaven. Every minute. Every hour, it's 3,000. Roughly. Okay? 3,000 people. So angels are continuing. I mean, there's so many angels in heaven, they're innumerable. And so they're literally coming down from the third heaven through outer space through our atmosphere. Actually, they may not even do that. Angels can travel at incredible speeds and they can just appear somewhere. So they they come down to the earth, they get that person and they take them likely in chariots. Now, that, that they do travel because people who have been to heaven say that they got in, you know, often uh, they describe getting into a chariot and traveling at a high rate of speed through up to, to God's home. And they land on the ground with a, someone who went to heaven said he landed on the ground with a thud. Boom. Because it's a planet. It's simple. It's not some cloud that people are floating around on. It's, it's literally, you know, there are lands and streets and uh, homes and buildings and there's grass and beautiful, you know, fields and valleys and mountains and glorious, just so beautiful. Everything's made from God's glory. I mean, I could, we could do, it's just incredible. I have not seen heaven. I have not been there. But, but our ministry's done a book called Heaven 33 Stories from a Real Place. And all of the stories are very, very similar. In fact, they're all basically described the same thing. And it's just glorious. Amen. Now that's something to look forward to. But again, the Holy Spirit's on the earth. We don't have to wait to, to get to heaven to experience His glory and His majesty and His... Amen, amen. He's available. He's, and He's... He is Jesus Christ unlimited. Amen. Now, the tragedy is... Let me just briefly say this. <laughs> the tragedy is anyone who doesn't know Jesus as Lord and Savior, when they die, they end up in hell. Hell is in the center of the earth, shaped like a body lying on its back. Now, in the Bible, there's more than a hundred scriptures about the underworlds, mainly about hell, which is sometimes called Hades or Sheol. And it, it says right there in Isaiah 14, verse 9, that hell is beneath us. So something that's beneath us is under us, right? It's It's well, what is under us, okay, if we go down under, we go into the center of the earth and then we go to the other side of the earth. Well, under, Jesus has revealed in modern times that about hell being in the center of the earth. Okay, and if anyone wants to read a detailed description of hell, 
the book A Divine Revelation of Hell by Mary Baxter um, is very, very uh, graphic about hell. If you don't have time to read that, our ministry has a book called Hell, 13 Testimonies from a Real Place. And there's a, a full summary of what we feel are the best parts, the, the mo- you know, some of the, um, you might say, the most important parts of that book. And um, there, that, that book, A Divine Revelation of Hell, also has much about the end times and, and vision, uh, visions that this woman had and, and, and even some of, of heaven. And she has another book about heaven. She went to heaven also. So she has n- numerous, several books that are about her experiences. Um, and so, so I want to give just a j- brief summary of, of what hell is like. And much of this... Well, first, Jesus Christ spoke about hell numerous times. In some of the most important parables, he spoke about hell. He actually spoke, some have studied it and said that he spoke more about hell than he did about heaven. He called it the eternal fire prepared for the devil and his angels. He called it the furnace of fire where there's wailing and gnashing of teeth. He said that where the worm does not die and the fire is not quenched. He said... uh, He spoke about outer darkness. He, and all of this is confirmed in, in, in um, the book of Divine Revelation of Hell. And actually, Jesus expands upon them, basically. And, and He told this woman, Mary Baxter, He said, I'm going to reveal hell to you in more detail than it's ever been revealed. And so... The, the the tragedy is, and and what I'm about to say, most people in the world would not, um, would not believe these things. Like right, they they would doubt them, they would question them, they would even many believers also. But let's just I'm just going to repeat that the, some of the things that Jesus told her, he told her that. There are many different types of torment in hell, but all are burned with fire. They are in cells or pits. The cells are like prison cells. The pits are pits in the ground, three feet, maybe three or four feet deep and, and wide, and, and they are stuck in these places. Um, it's excruciatingly hot in addition to the fire and being burned with fire and being on burning embers that burn their body. Um, and the lake of fire goes through hell at, at every five to ten minutes approximately. It's also excruciatingly hot to the point that, that a hum, if a human went there, they would just die from the heat. There's um, people who have been to hell say that the smells are so bad that it also would knock someone out. There, there's wailing and gnashing of teeth. And again, that's nothing new. <laughs> Jesus said that specifically. In Matthew 13, 
there's two parables that, that where he says that, the parable of the wheat and the tares and the parable of the dragnet. He specifically said it, they will be thrown into the furnace of fire where there, is, where there is wailing and gnashing of teeth. So that's another thing. There's wailing. I've heard that wailing, by the way, um, because God gave me a very brief vision of hell. Okay? And gnashing of teeth. People have all their senses in hell and their senses are much stronger in hell. They have their soul, so they have their mind and their emotions. They, they know everything that's going on. They can speak. They can hear. They can speak and talk. They can hear. They can smell. They have their sense of touch. They have their memory of the earth. It's not just that they have their senses. Yes, they have their senses, but they also have their memory of the earth. They know everything that's going on. That's also nothing new because that's revealed in the parable of the rich man and Lazarus fully. The rich man remembered his life on the earth and he remembered the people that he, some of the people that he knew. In hell, okay, so it's, it's just, you just can't imagine how horrible it is. Uh, demons keep them in their place and if they try to get out, the demons come and just overpower them and put them back in. And sometimes take people to this uh, another place and, and torture them. Um, I mean, you just can't imagine. You just can't. It's like nothing on the earth is worth missing heaven and ending up in hell. Uh, and and Jesus said, what does it profit a man if he gains the whole world yet forfeits his soul? So there's there's nothing... You know, we should do... If there's one thing we should do on the earth, it's get right with God, right? It's get just... And... and Now, what's even worse is that heaven... uh, Let me correct that. At the end times, hell is thrown into the lake of fire and brimstone. That's a very famous scripture from Revelation. And so, the lake of fire is one of five places in the underworlds. And it's not just fire, it's also fire and brimstone, which is burning sulfur. And now, at, at times, as I mentioned, Jesus revealed that at, right now, at times, um, every five, roughly every five to ten minutes, the lake of fire goes through hell, burns people with fire, their flesh burns off of their skeletal form, and the people dread the coming of that lake of fire. And then it leaves, but still, it, even when it leaves, again, they're, as far as I understand, I know that they're on burning embers, and so that's burning their body. The, the flames kind of 
apparently even when the lake of fire leaves the flames you know are still burning their body but but again at the end times the hell is thrown into the lake of fire so it very well could be that hell remains intact as it is and everything is thrown into the, it's thrown into the lake of fire and brimstone and so they are essentially submerged in the lake of fire for eternity for eternity i know this is difficult for us to accept okay it's likely that most people in the world would not accept this, would not believe this, would not... But, but that's nothing new either, right? Because most people don't believe the gospel. Most pe- 70% of people in the world are not saved. So it goes without saying that they would not believe that hell is the way that it is. <laughs> and again, even most many believers don't. And, and they would doubt these things. They don't believe that heaven is the way that it is. That doesn't change anything. You know, let's, let's just look directly at, fix our eyes on Jesus Christ, and, and yes, on the Bible. Because all of this is all in the Bible. Jesus Himself spoke about these things specifically. And so, um, the modern revelations and the people who have been to hell and so forth confirm and expand upon the things that Jesus Himself said. Let me add this and finish with something positive. In heaven, the innumerable angels are a glorious aspect of heaven and and just so wonderful. And every individual angel is just glorious and awesome and powerful and made from God's glory. And the glory of God so flows from them that when people encounter angels, it's right there in the Bible, that they, they usually fall on their face in awe of the angel and want to worship them. And think about the fact that these are angels that God Himself has created and that serve Him. And so our great and awesome God, God the Father, God the Son, God the Holy Spirit, so awesome and so glorious and powerful, when we go directly to Him and meet Him, there's unlimited potential. But the... I want to speak just briefly about angels in in this message and in the coming messages because it should inspire us. People who have encountered angels in modern times explain that usually the, the ministering angels, who again are glorious and awesome, are usually eight to ten feet tall. So if you've ever seen a basketball goal, you look up and you see that's about ten feet tall. These angels are tall and awesome and, and uh, they have a head and body and arms and legs. They have names. They can speak a heavenly language. They also know earthly languages. 
and they have I mean it's just so incredible they they have a a head and eyes their eyes are like flames of fire you know eyes and and hair and and again it's like so angels are spirit beings sons of Elohim human beings are sons of Jehovah we are sons of the, of the Lord God almighty Jehovah and we are made in God's image but angels they're not made in his it's it's I at least just want to say they have their shape because that's the I say this with great reverence but that's our great God Almighty has a head and a body and arms and legs. The great and awesome God of the universe. That's why we as humans are in the shape made, we are made in the image and the likeness of God. That's why first we have a head, body, arms, and legs, but also we have three parts. Our spirit, soul, and body. Because God is the three-in-one God. And when we get someone gets born again, through the power of God, their spirit person becomes alive instantly. And our, our physical body is simply shaped like our spirit person. Our spirit person is, is the image in the, is the image and likeness of God. That's Jesus called that our innermost being. Also, it's sometimes translated heart, but it's our it's the real us. It's our spirit person. It's not our heart like we would think in our chest at all. It has nothing to do with that at all. We are it's our real person. And so angels are in the sh- have that shape because that's the sh- uh, it's 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 really beyond human explanation I mean it's just that but it's also simple that's God has that um, as, as I said let me repeat he has a head body arms and legs he has eyes he speaks he has ears he has an outstretched arm. He has... Moses saw his back. Amen. I mean, in Jesus Christ is God Almighty. And He's in glorified flesh now. So, some angels, though, are different from this, right? I mean, I mean, I don't have time to go into this too much, but there's five divisions of angels, and there's, there's uh, the living creatures around the throne of God. There are, um, I want to in the coming days I do want to speak more about this but but the the five divisions again every angel so awesome so there's the living creatures 
cherubim, seraphim. Well, first, the archangels. There's two archangels now. One fell. Okay. Then there's cherubim, seraphim, the living creatures, and then the ministering angels. The ministering angels are the ones that I was speaking about that that are 8 to 10 feet tall. The book of Revelation has much about angels. Um, some angels are so so big, we don't know how big that they are. Um, one angel's, in Revelation, it reveals that one angel's glory illuminated the entire earth. One angel. And then one angel, it says in Revelation, came down on the earth and had one foot on the land and one foot on the sea. And and his... Oh, it's just so glorious. Four angels held the, the four winds of the entire earth. So, I know the, these are... Heaven is the most glorious topic. Hell is a challenging topic to hear about. And but I but I thank you for listening today. Please do visit wonderreality.org. And thank you for being a partner and following this podcast. Blessings.